Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is Wednesday, April 8th, and we begin the day by remembering our baptism. Romans 6 verses 3 through 5 says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. And so we make the sign of the cross, remembering the name that we were baptized into. We make the sign of the cross saying, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. This morning we'll confess our faith using the the words of Luther's explanation to the second article of the Creed. I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, purchased and won me from all sins, from death, and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood, and with his innocent suffering and death, that I may be his own, and live under him in his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. This is most certainly true. The scripture reading that we are focused on this week is Psalm 91. Uh, President Harrison, the president of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, has encouraged people to memorize this psalm so that we can tuck it away in our hearts and in our minds to have it as a comfort to us in difficult times. Uh, we are going to just keep going through it and kind of meditating on different parts of it uh, to find comfort and, and God's peace and strength as we read it. So Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder. The young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, 
I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. The psalm breaks into uh, to three parts. In the first part, uh, the, the psalmist, who is I in the, in the psalm, is really talking about who God is. And, and this is kind of speaking to himself. And then when you get to verses 3 through 13, uh, these all are, are they're kind of like preaching, where the psalmist is sharing this good news about this God who is a, a shelter, a shadow, a, a refuge, and a fortress with others so that they can have hope and confidence in him too. And then the last couple of verses uh, where it starts talking about he, uh, verses 14 through 16, this is actually God speaking back to us, uh, promising to bless us and defend us. Now, the verses that I want to focus on today are verses 5 and 6, where the psalmist says, You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. Now, if you were listening a couple days ago, I talked about how the, uh, um, the, the psalmist is basically, uh, when, when he wants to emphasize something, he will say it more than twice. And notice, four times, you will not fear the terror, the arrow, the pestilence, or the destruction. So he really wants us to know that we're not going to have to be afraid. Now, when we look out at the world right now, we might hear that and say, that's crazy. Why don't I need to be afraid? Don't you know about COVID-19? Don't you see what's happening in New York City? And, and you know, even though here in Ohio, we're, we're flattening the curve, there's all kinds of places all over the world where people are dying from this disease. That's a scary thought. <clears throat> but here's the thing. Five and six remind us that we don't need to fear. Why? We don't need to fear because we have been so loved by God. In 1 John, it says that perfect love casts out fear. We are people who have been perfectly loved. We have been perfectly loved by Jesus. We have experienced his forgiveness and salvation. We have seen him sacrifice himself for us. He has covered us taking the brunt of, of God's wrath and the punishment that belonged to us because of our sin, he has put himself between us and, and, and that punishment that sin justly deserves. And if he loves us that much, he is never going to leave us or forsake us. So we don't need to fear because he's going to bring us through it. Now, does that mean that we have to be happy about going through difficult times? Obviously not. But we can do it with hope and confidence because Jesus has redeemed us because he has taken on the very source of our fear, our sin. He has taken it to the cross and in Colossians it says it nailed, he nailed it there to the cross, leaving it like a public spectacle. And now he has risen from the dead and we live in his love every day and the confidence that he's going to come again take us to be with him, that he's going to raise us from the dead if we have died by then, and that we are going to live with him in eternal glory. He's done all of this for you. And so live without fear. Doesn't mean to, to not be cautious. I'm not saying don't wash your hands. I'm not saying that there aren't dangers in the world. I'm just saying that in the end, because of Jesus, everything's going to be okay. Let's pray the Lord's Prayer together.
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. God bless your day. Go without fear. God is with you. I hope you'll come back this evening for a, another devotion before we head off to bed. But God bless you and, and have a blessed day.